And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Zach Spear here, and welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. I'm really excited to spend a little bit of time with you guys here today and talk to you about serving people, and more specifically, actually, not serving people or uh, hurting people. And um, I'm excited to share this with you guys today because this has been a big revelation for me uh, over the past couple of years or so, and I wanted to share that with you. But before we do, I wanted to uh, give you a quick apology for some of the noise that you might hear. I'm on the 32nd floor of the building that we're on, and the noise from the construction down below travels up really, really far, and so it's a bit background noisy, so I apologize in advance for that. Also, if you find value in this podcast or any of the other episodes, I would encourage you, I'd actually be really appreciative if you went and left a review on this podcast, leave a five-star rating and a review on this podcast, and if you do so, First of all, do it on whatever platform that you're listening to this on, uh, be it iTunes or wherever else. Uh, leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you do so, uh, I'm going to give you a copy of our very own self-liquidating offer funnel, which brings us thousands upon thousands of leads completely for free. So we pay for ads for this funnel, um, but the, the, the funnel liquidates itself within a day, meaning if we spend $1,000 in ads, we make $1,000 back within that same day. And... Uh, don't have to pay for our leads, which is awesome from that funnel. So we want to give that to you completely for free. We're going to give you the explanation of how it works, how you can implement it for yourself, and also even a share funnel link uh, for ClickFunnels if you choose to use that software program. Um, we're going to give you that share funnel link that you can hold on to it for whenever you do decide to sign up for ClickFunnels, and uh, you can suck the funnel directly into your account and, uh, and, and use an, your own version of it. And we're going to give that to you if you leave a review and a rating on this podcast. All you have to do is, is send us an email to, telling us that you did so at support at ZacharySpear.com, and we'd be happy to do that. So leave a review on the podcast, and uh, let's jump into things. So today, like I said, I want to talk to you about uh, about serving or lack of serving someone. And you know, for a, a long time in, in, in MLM, and I think you're probably the same way, and I'm still this way today, like money is something that we do the business for, right? Like we want to, we need to make money to survive. Like we have the liability of being alive, right? You have to pay for your life. You have to, you know, a plan for your retirement. You have to plan for maybe helping your family out. You have to do these other things that you must do. So there's no secret or doubt that money or income is a big reason that people do MLM, including us. But the other big, big giant reason, the primary reason why we do network marketing is because of people. We want to serve people. We want to help them live a better life. And 
we want to, if we can play a small role in someone else's success, financial success, um, that's really important for us. We really want to do that. If we can play a small role in their personal success, in their, uh, maybe their relationship, maybe their spiritual, whatever the case is, that is very important to us. And network marketing gives us that opportunity, that avenue, that mechanism to do that. And that's why we are in this industry still, you know, because truthfully, we can take these, you know, marketing skills that we've acquired that you could acquire the same skills by the way we've taken we, we we've take we could take these skills in another industry that has less people involved <laughs> right and uh, as you know people equals problems uh, people equal people also equals fulfillment and we've decided you know what let's take these skills and apply them to network marketing, and um, and that's what we that's what we do. And I know that you're doing that as well. And you're probably in this business for two reasons: one is money, two is people. And you want to serve people and help them live a better life. And that's exactly what drew me to network marketing. Um, that is what drew Ashley to network marketing, and that is why we still do it today. And you know, a long time for a long time building my very first company, I I believe the same things. I still believe them today. And I thought I was truly helping people. And you know, in a, in a lot of ways, we probably were, right? Like when people got on our team, we, uh, we helped them get started. And in many cases, we would create a really strong personal relationship with them. And when we would do that, you know, they would, like, we'd become friends, right? And in many cases, not necessarily because of us, but because they're associated with a lot of good people on the team that we were lucky enough to be a part of. Like, their, their life got better. Like, their personal life got better. Their their spiritual walk got better if they were on that walk, right? Their um, their relationships probably got better, like with their spouse or maybe their family in some cases. And those were amazing ways that we served them. And uh, I, I really do feel good about that. But something that it hit me a few years ago, and this is what really started to cause me to heavily doubt what we were doing in that company. Basically, we were building an MLM using completely old school tactics. Uh, that's the short version of the story. And I started to, I was writing in my journal and I wrote down like, you know, do I think with legitimate effort that an average person could hit financial success with this business opportunity? And for the first six years of my business, I would have said yes to that question. But as I wrote it down that time, I actually couldn't find myself writing yes. I found myself writing no. And it wasn't because I was being a negative Nancy, it was because I was being a realist. I mean, I had spent six years building the business with hotel meetings and coffee shop meetings and cold contacting and you know calling friends and family and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. That's the way I was doing my business. And you know, I had put in a lot of effort and I was willing to, to go through the, the, the sacrifice and, and go through the effort that you need to put in to become good with people. And we got pretty good with people and pretty good at the skills that we needed to become good at in order to get results in that business. And some of the results we did have, I mean, it's, this is, this is ridiculous to think about, but like, I don't remember the exact stat anymore, but I know we are in the top like 10%, like the top 10% or like top eight or four, like we were in the top single digit percentage of all the businesses in this company. And we were in the biggest company that exists, that MLM company that exists. And we still weren't making even close to enough money to quitting our job. And I was like, okay, so I'm not being cocky here. I'm just, I'm just telling you what, what was going through my head. Like we're probably at that point in time, we were probably above average in the skill sets that it took to build that business, right? Like we were above average in the things that we need to, to be proficient at in order to get results. In fact, I think I would argue that we were well above average because of, not because of our natural ability, but because of how much effort we put in 
to trying to get those skill sets in place. And I was like, okay, if this is where I'm at on the skill set scale, and you know, we're we're bringing this business opportunity to the average human being, and it's it, it like if it's going to take them five or six years just to get to where I'm at, like. This is not a good use of their time financially because most people, like, they're not going to put in this time. So they're going to waste, you know, five, six months to two years of their life chasing this business opportunity and, and actually be further behind financially. They're going to learn some good things about their personal life and their relationships, but they're probably not going to learn truly anything good about finances. You know, I mean, I learned good. I learned a few good financial things. Like my personal mentor in that company is is still a friend today, and and he's got an amazing just like everything, amazing head on his shoulders, amazing guy, um, and and I learned a lot from him about like you know being intelligent with my personal finances. But as far as like the whole company is concerned, and the and the training that came through the training system, like I didn't really learn how to run a business. I mean, I learned how to basically follow orders inside of network marketing. That's really what I learned how to do. And so I didn't really learn how to fi- like handle business finances. I definitely didn't learn how to make money. And, um, you know, like, that's just the way... I'm, I mean, it sucks, but that's what I wrote in my journal. And I actually feel a little bit weird saying this because I'm not bashing... I'm not bashing the company. I'm not bashing... Definitely not bashing the people. They're amazing human beings in that in that team that we were a part, that we were a part of. I'm just... I'm bashing the the lack of willingness for the company as a whole to change direction and do things more effectively. That's what I'm bashing. And because of that lack of willingness to change direction and do things more effectively, it leads to people getting into the business thinking they're going to increase their finances, but a hilariously small percentage of people actually do. And that's something like we, we know that, that, that exists. You know, most people don't succeed and that's just, that's just happens. Right. But for the people that are working really, really hard and they're doing exactly what they should be doing and they're still not winning. And I'm, and I'm not the only example, by the way, like there's a lot, they're still not winning. Like that's a problem, right? That's a huge, huge problem. And if I'm telling people this is a good use of their time financially, am I being truthful? Am I serving them? Or am I hurting them? And I just start thinking about this like, oh my gosh, am I actually hurting people financially because I'm offering them something that I don't necessarily know could help them because I've never really truly realized financial success from this business? Like, the closest thing I've seen to financial success at that time was uh, in my corporate sales job. I would take the things that I learned from my network marketing company and I would apply those things to my corporate sales job and make more money. But I would apply them in the in, in that in the network marketing company, and nothing would happen. It, that, so like that's that's I did make more money, but it was because of that. Um, I remember one time we went to a conference, and it was like a leadership conference, right? So it was like you had to have a business of a certain size, and I, we you know hit the qualification. It was not like a huge business, but it was like in the top like ten percent of everyone on this team. But uh, like you didn't have to be a superhuman to do it, right? And uh, so we went to this conference, and I remember people being brought on stage, and they were talking about their income, um, like just you know flat out just waving waving their income in the air. And I remember specifically there was people like on stage, and like the main huge leader guy was interviewing people, and this guy was is he's easy, he is awesome, he's an amazing communicator, he's really really cool, um, and he made his money, he made his bit like his business really blew up in the '90s. 
and it got huge and he makes a ton of money but he was interviewing people that like were they're in the room. So these are like the top 10% of people on the team. So there's people like, I was probably like the smallest business in the room, right? I'm making maybe, you know, at the t- uh, at that time, probably maybe 500 to $1,000 a month, right? So like th- that was me. And then there's like bigger businesses in the room and they're probably making somewhere in the neighborhood of... 80,000 a year, you know, up to probably 80, between 80 and 100 was the average uh, of like the, the big, the big, the big dogs. And then there was like the huge dogs, like this guy, he's making, you know, hundreds of grand a week. But he was like one or two guys, okay? Most people fell in the camp with me. There's a few people that fell in the 80 to 100,000 camp. And then there was like, you know, the main guy. And the main guy is interviewing some people like in the upper echelon of the, you know, what I perceive to be the $80,000 to $100,000 a year earners, somewhere in that range. And he's bringing these people on stage, and he remember, he, put, he starts putting the microphone in front of people, and they start telling a, you know, a two-second version of their story, and then he says, what, how much money do you earn on a monthly basis from the, biz, from the company? And they started telling the numbers. And as they kept saying them, they kept saying them, and it was, I, I would say there's probably, there's probably 10 or 15 people that he interviewed. And the numbers were all between about two thousand dollars a month, maybe three thousand, between two and three grand a month, up to about six thousand or seven thousand dollars a month. So between two and seven thousand dollars a month was the numbers that I heard of through through about fifteen people or so. And when each of them told their story, he would also ask them, or maybe he wouldn't, I don't remember if he did, but I knew him, I knew them all personally, so I'd know the answer to this. So he either asked them or I just knew the answer, but he asked, How long have you been in the business? And they would say, and average was like one guy was in it for like a year, maybe a year or two. But everyone else said somewhere in the neighborhood of like five to 20 years, five, five to 20. I said 20 to zero. And I was like, holy crap, 20 years, even five. And you're making even at the best end of the spectrum, you've been in for five years and you're only making $7,000 a month. And the argument that we would always make is, well, what's the alternative? That was the argument we would make. If someone would like, you know, be like, oh, well, I don't know if that's a good return. Well, what's the alternative? You know, what's the alternative? Working a job forever and making zero extra money? What's the alternative? Getting a part-time job delivering pizzas and making a thousand bucks a month? What's the alternative? And people would usually be like, yeah, you're right. I guess the alternative does suck. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Seven grand a month. Even if, even if, even if, you know, even if I'm horrible and I'm only making seven grand a month after five years, that's still a really good return compared to pizza delivery, compared to just working in the corporate world. You're right. But what they didn't compare it to, which I started to compare it to, what they didn't compare it to is other businesses, right? What if I started? Other businesses. What if, I was just on the phone this morning, literally on the phone this morning. I did a podcast interview for our other podcast with a gal, school teacher, school teacher, in two years, started an e-commerce business that cleared over a million dollars in two years. You know how she started? She started by selling stuff she found in her bedroom. She found a roll of vinyl, vinyl, like um, the stuff that you stick on wall to like make like pretty lettering out of. She found a roll of vinyl that wasn't cut. She didn't even have a cutter for it. She found it. She cut it up herself and sold it online as her very first product. Within two years, she cleared a million dollars. And today, she's built four multi-million dollar brands in less than nine years. I think it's been nine years, something like that. So when you compare it to working in the corporate world or doing nothing or a pizza delivery, of course, seven grand a month in five years is good. But when you compare it to starting another type of business, when you compare it to doing effective strategies versus ineffective ones, like 
Are you serious? Do, like, do, no, what? So, I mean, to, to give you a sharp contrast, I mean, the, f- the very first day, the very first day, the very first day that we launched um, MLM Rebels, we cleared more income than um, probably three months of my network marketing income in my best months. That is not because we're special. It's just because we use a more effective strategy. And the truly the best way we can serve someone is by using and by giving them an, a strategy that we believe works. And it's not even that we believe works, that we know works, right? That's what we can do. So like my responsibility to you, my responsibility to Ashley, to my team, um, that responsibility requires me to always reinvent myself, to not stick to the past, right? It requires us to know that, okay, right now, the Rebels recruiting system works really, really good, right? It works really, really good the way it is right now. But in five years from now, it might not work the exact same way. It might go, it might go up, it, like in effectiveness, it might go down. But we, it's our responsibility to watch that and make sure that we're always doing the most effective thing right now. Right now, the Rebel system works really, really good because it utilizes highly effective and relevant strategies today. But in two, three, four, five years from now, this relevant and effective strategies might change and it's my responsibility to change with them, right? And to continue to serve my people and ourselves by utilizing those effective and relevant strategies. Does that make sense? So anyway, I know this could have caught um, a few people maybe off guard, and not, uh, not off guard, but maybe maybe offended someone. And if it did, I apologize. I I, I don't mean to offend anyone. Um, that, seriously, my heart comes from a place of of love, and uh, every single relationship that we have with people on our old team that we had a personal relationship with, like we know their heart is in the right place. We love them. Um, they did a lot for us personally, like truthfully. Uh, I mentioned the guy earlier, <clears throat> the, like my personal mentor in that business. Um, I wouldn't have become the guy personally that I needed to become to bring Ashley into my life if it wasn't for him. I owe a lot to, to him and to, that, and to the people that I had a personal relationship with on that team. And honestly, we kind of miss some of those relationships because we don't get to spend as much time with them um, now that we're you know doing something else and <laughs> we're traveling the world too. So that definitely doesn't help. But this doesn't take anything away from from them as human beings we just wanted to make sure that we were offering the best vehicle that we felt was financially viable at the end of the day this is all just what we think and what we have opinions on this has been my opinion today right they have opinions and i have mine and we both respect each other's i respect theirs and and i hope that you respect mine and you respect your own. You know, we encourage you to come to your own conclusions, to, you know, question things that I say, question things that your upline says. And I'm not saying question me as like, you know, being like, ah, oh, I'm going to question you. I'm going to question you upline. I'm not saying that. I'm saying validate things that we say for yourself, right? Because the strongest thinker is, is an independent one, not a, you know, not one that just takes whatever they hear. So anyway, hopefully this all makes sense to you guys. Um, if you are... 
interested in the Rebels recruiting system. You know that we don't use this podcast as a platform to, you know, boast about our products or try to, you know, do anything like that. Um, we just try to deliver value as much as we can. And uh, so you know that that's what we do. However, we do also know that a lot of you have been wanting to take advantage of the Rebels recruiting system, um, but maybe you just haven't been able to because of uh, the investment you needed to do so. And if that's the case, then this Black Friday was built for you. Um, it's what we are trying to do, or it's what we're doing this Black Friday. We are giving uh, giving those people in that position, giving you, if you're in that position, the opportunity to join the Rebels recruiting system and our team at a significantly deep, 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 deep discount. We've never given a discount on MLM Rebels recruiting system. Uh, we have no plans to do it again. As I've said in the previous podcast, I don't know the future. Maybe someday we will, um, but it's going to be a long time from now. Okay, It's going to be a very long time from now, and we have never done this before. We've never given a discount, not even a penny off publicly, nothing. Um, so we're going to do this, and, uh, and, and we're going to, yeah, so we want to give that to you. So tomorrow... We're going to actually reveal uh, the steps you need to take in order to do that. And uh, the website is blackfridaymlm.com. So you go to blackfridaymlm.com, you're going to see a countdown timer. The timer will go off um, uh, late Thursday night. So late tomorrow night, Thanksgiving evening, the timer is going to uh, go off. It's going to hit zero, and the page will open up, and you'll be able to join MLM Rebels uh, at the lowest discount we've ever given. It's going to make our founders member, the, the founding members discount that we gave. This is the discount that we gave to founding members. These are people that purchased the program when it was still being built. They were called a founding members. Um, we're actually going to make that discount look like hilarious. And so... This is literally the best time ever. If you've been on the fence, get off the fence, trust me. Uh, because on Monday, so it's going to happen from Black Friday to Monday, on Monday, it's over. Actually, it's over once, once 50 people join. So that we can only allow 50 people to join at this time. So once 50 people join or Monday happens, whatever happens first, we're closing it down and that's the end of it. And there will not be any other discounts. There will not be anything that happens on Tuesday. There's not any last calls. None of that stuff. So if this is something that you are uh, wanting to do, I encourage you to go to blackfridaymlm.com and go ahead and uh, wait for that timer to hit zero and take advantage of it as fast as possible um, because, like I said, the fast action takers will be able to not only get in, but we're going to make sure that it's well worth it as well. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today and um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.